to Apostates Anonymous, the show you turn to when you're no longer a heretic. I'm your host, Matthew J. DiStefano, and for the next hour, I'll be your Sherpa to nowhere in particular. Nowhere in particular. What's happening? What's going on out there in internet land? I hope you're all doing well today. Uh, I've got some bad news. I promised everyone that uh, I would have Jeff Turner on today. But uh, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to give him a call today. Because uh, his internet sucks wherever he's at. And also, I don't know if you uh, follow him on Facebook and elsewhere... But uh, it looked like he snapped the shit out of his finger. He posted a, <laughs> I think it was his radiology picture, and his uh, the tip of his finger like broke off, not broke off, but he he snapped it pretty good. So we'll, we'll have him we'll have him on though we'll have him on sometime, sometime in the near future. I don't know when, but sometime, someday. We also are going to have Nora Sophia. And she is a co-owner of a publishing company that is now an imprint of Choir. It is Shia Sophia Publishing, something like that. And it's an imprint of Choir now. So that's cool. So we're going to have her on So since she's part of the Choir fam. Welcome to the family. So, uh, you know, that'll, that'll be sometime in the, in the near future as well. But don't worry, fear not. In spite of having no guests today, uh, we do have a good show for you. Before we get into it, however, I, of course, have to tell you about my Patreon site. It is how I support myself and support this show and how I churn out content on the reg. It is patreon.com slash mjdistefano. If you sign up for as little as $1 a month, you are getting exclusive content that is only available for Patreon supporters. So thank you, thank you, thank you for those who do. If you do sign up, you get a blog, uh, a blog entry a week. You get videos. You get books. And you get the, uh, you get to know that you are doing something for someone who is hopefully changing people's lives for the better. My daughter's having a good time out there. I don't know what she's doing. Um, so supporting my work supports other people who are going through spiritual transformation, who feel kind of lost, who don't know what's what. Um, I hope I do a good job of helping those folks. Let me know if I don't. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll change my game up. But let's get into it today. Uh, we have a call. We had a call into Anchor, which is where I host this podcast, uh, anchor.fm slash apostates anonymous. You can uh, hit message. There's like a message button on that site and record a message. So we have one from, I think, Tim Higgins. So I'm going to play that and then get into that after I let him as ask his question. Hi, Matt. This is uh, Tim Higgins calling in from Belfast. Um, I have a question I'd like you to 
an answer form for your Q&A session and explain what you mean by it. Um, just recently I've heard you saying quite a few times that you're mostly Buddhist now or that you're more Buddhist than Christian. And um, does that mean that you think the teachings of Buddha are better than the teachings of Jesus? Thanks. That's a great question. Um, thanks, Tim, for asking it. Uh, if anyone else wants to ask any questions, again, go to anchor.com. Or, uh, sorry. Sorry, I got to give you the right fucking site. Anchor.fm slash apostates anonymous. Ask any question you want. Is the teachings or are the teachings of Buddha better than Jesus? No, I wouldn't say that. I do say that I'm more of a Buddhist than a Christian these days. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like more like a Christian. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I, I don't even really think about the labels in my day to day. But the reason I gravitate toward Buddhism in many regards is because of the day to day, because of the practicality of it. I like that the teachings of Buddhism, at least how I understand them, are very pragmatic and practical in how I maintain peace right now. And that's not to say that Jesus doesn't accomplish that or that Jesus doesn't teach that. There's a lot of statements about the kingdom of God being within you and at hand. And, you know, the early Christians were called followers of the way. So it was more about a way of being, a way of living communally with one another, a way of um, being nonviolent in the world, being peaceful in the world, of, of not dividing but uniting people. So in that regard, I'm very much Christian, but in terms of like how to meditate, I, I, it, which is very helpful. I think everyone should practice meditating right now. Um, well, after this podcast, actually, because I want you to listen to the show. <laughs> but I think daily we should start practicing more. And, you know, we, we, we all say, oh, I'm not very good at it. Well, of course we're not very good at it because we don't practice it. When I learned how to play hockey, I first had to learn how to skate. I was not very good at it at first. <laughs> and it hurt when I fell. And I had bruises on my ass and my hips and my knees and my ankles hurt. And then they didn't anymore after you practice and get up and practice and get up. that's It's like meditation. We all go into it thinking, oh, it's so hard because I can only last 20 seconds. And then it's just so boring or I start thinking about other things. Well, that's the point. Meditation is to get you into the moment, into the present, not labeling things, just observing them. So that's where Buddhism helps. I try to go about my life not necessarily being so quick to label things. And yes, Jesus said, do not judge, which Richard Rohr says is, is kind of like, do not label. And that's all helpful. So, and, that, but, and that's why I waver kind of back and forth. Christianity and Buddhism both help me in how I approach the world. Of course, so do other things, though. Um, fiction helps me. The fact that I've read books, I've learned things from books, and I've learned great lessons from people like Tolkien. So it's it's just about it's just about whatever helps you now, whatever helps you in this moment, this present moment, which is the only concrete thing we have. And I was on I was on a podcast uh, recently, 
and I don't know when it's coming out, but it was uh, on the Fade to Gray network. And I I told them about how my daughter, when she was nine, she was telling me how it's always now. It's never not now. She's like, it's now, right now. And now it's now. And now it's now. And she thought it was hilarious. I don't think she understood the profundity of what she was saying. <laughs> All we really have is now, and it's all, and, and there's never a there's never a point where it's not now, and that to me can be Christian. It's also very Buddhist. So whatever that is, Tim and list and those who are listening, like it's it's just one of those feeble attempts to point at what we think we are. No one's Buddhist, really. No one's Christian. Like, we're human. We're, we just are. We can use those labels, but they're not really who we are. So we are those things, but we're not those things, if that makes sense. We can say we're Christian, we can say we're Buddhist, and it's not wrong, but it's not really, truly who we are. I think the true Buddhist master would say that to truly be Buddhist is to transcend the label Buddhist. Uh, Mike Machuga uses the analogy of if you're trying to cross from a, a river from one side to the other and you use a canoe, the minute you get to the other side, you don't continue to carry the canoe. Like you can leave the canoe at the shore and go about your your hike, <laughs> right? So in that in the spirit of that analogy. We use Buddhist or Christian or whatever label that we want, that we gravitate toward, that is helping us right now. We use that to get to the other side, to enlightenment, to whatever. And then we realize we don't need it any longer. It's not that we never needed it. It's just that we don't need it any longer. And that's kind of where I'm at. I don't think about these things. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't go about my day. I only think about it when someone asks me. Uh, when someone asks me, like like a, like Tim who called in, uh, if someone if I'm being interviewed, I get asked that a lot. If I'm on people's podcasts, I, I think I've said it probably on Heretic Happy Hour. We're gonna have an episode coming up on reconstruction, or we're we're in a series on reconstruction, and each of the hosts gets to kind of have one episode where they talk about how their reconstruction has looked. And what they've been gravitated towards. So Derek talked about like quantum stuff. How quantum spirituality is really um, called to him after his deconstruction. Katie's going to be talking about um, oh how she still uses the term Christian. I don't remember what Keith's going to talk about. And I'm going to talk about kind of the opposite of Katie. How like I don't I don't use the label Christian really any longer. And it's more, I'm more pluralistic in the fact that I think there is truth in all faith traditions, and it's not necessarily what the faith tradition is, it's how we interpret the faith tradition that matters. So it's like when I talk about the Bible, it's it's not what it says in the Bible that necessarily matters, it's how we apply it, how we interpret it, what our hermeneutic is that matters. So that that's where I'm at. I, I know that doesn't necessarily completely answer your question, but it's um I hope it works for you. <laughs> I mean it's it's kind of a non answer, but it's an answer. 
And that's that's just where I'm at today. Sometimes people ask me if I'm Christian. Yeah, I mean, there's still things about me that's Christian. Like, I still do think there is something special about Jesus. And I actually, I actually think the resurrection is real in whatever that means. And I don't care how it necessarily works out. But I think there's truth in that. In other words, I think after after death is life. Death may be a penultimate thing, but it's not the ultimate thing. So there you go. There you have it. Does that make me a Christian? Well, it depends on who you ask. Um, if you ask an evangelical, probably not. If you ask Jesus, he'd probably say, Matt, do you really care about that? And did I ever really care about that? And I'd say, well, nope, you're right. You didn't seem to care about those labels. Not that Jesus wasn't a Jew, but I don't think it mattered, like, necessarily, if you got the labels right. That was never really his focus. So, and, and likewise, the Buddha. So, that's where I'm at. Again, if you want to call in, feel free. Anchor.fm slash Apostates Anonymous. Hit the message button. Send a recording my way. I will make sure to get to it. Um, on a show, a future show, and I'll answer the best of my ability. So, moving on, moving onward, we're moving onward. Let's see, what's going on in the world? What do I want to talk about today? Oh, I've got a good one. I've got an interesting topic for you all, and it has to do with hashtag cancel culture, but not in the way you're going to think about it. We always think of cancel culture as something the left does. And some people do that. Some people certainly do that. However, I really do think that cancel culture is a Christian thing. Probably way, 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 way more than a leftist, secular, progressive thing. I have my annoyances with cancel culture as it pertains to the left. But I really think this whole thing was kicked off or is inspired, <laughs> like the Bible, it's inspired by Christianity, lo and behold. And the ironic thing, and I, I don't want to say that John Piper kicked it off with canceling Rob Bell um, by literally saying farewell Rob Bell just because he wrote a fucking book. Uh, but there is an irony that right now Piper is facing the wrath of of Christian cancel culture because, oh, it's so juicy, because he dared to condemn Donald Trump as a president. Which in and of itself, I think is fucking hilarious that a staunchly conservative Calvinist <laughs> pastor who has one of the bigger reformed sites, if not the biggest reformed site, Desiring God, I guess maybe it's not as big as Gospel Coalition, um, that that he would, right before the election, essentially say he can't support Donald Trump. That doesn't mean he supports Biden, but he just can't support Donald Trump. And Christians are losing their shit on his article. The Christi I, I read an article in the, uh, the Christian Post about it. That rag. <laughs> and it's just, it's hilarious to me that 
kind of Piper kind of kicked off this this canceling. Although Christian's been canceling people since almost day one, right? I mean, if 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 the Crusades are not <laughs> not cancel culture, <laughs> I don't know what is. Uh, they're trying to cancel fucking everyone. Heretics getting canceled at the stake. <laughs> but John Piper just did it in the modern era with a tweet. And now he was about to uh, say farewell to Donald Trump and Christians are turning on him and canceling his ass. And it's just, it's so funny to me. It's so funny. Like, it's not funny because people are angry and people are bitter. I just love irony. I love irony. It's it's so delicious, especially when people don't see it, which makes it all the more ironic. Don't you think? A little too ironic. That whole song is ironic in itself because none of those examples are irony, but I digress. Um, and It's just, I don't even... Like, I almost feel bad that Christianity is in the state where you'll get canceled for your who you support or don't support for the presidency of one country. Like, America is so far removed from the Bible, I don't know how Christians get off thinking that because you don't support a president that you that you're going to get canceled that you've you've gone just, just astray like he people are saying that he's like been led astray by the devil that he's that he's one of the people spoke of in in revelation in the end times <laughs> he's one of the deceived because he dares to say that he's not supporting Trump. This is hilarious to me. Especially, you know, kind of piggybacking off my answer to Tim, like when you don't really think about being a Christian any longer, when you don't think about that world at all, the only exposure to that world I get is like when people on my on my timeline share hilarious articles or I see stuff in Heresy After Hours. Or on Sunday morning when I'm outside and I hear the church down the road playing their god-awful loud worship music. That's the only time, like, I'm in this Christian world. So to see it just playing out with other people, it's like, oh, that's why I left. (laughs) It's so fucking clear. These people are so annoying. Like, whatever happened to the days where you just read an article and you move on like all these people posting on his site about how wrong he is because you say he's wrong i mean what if what if god really doesn't support trump or the idea of trump a trump presidency <gasps> gasp what if you're wrong mr evangelical like the way you cancel other people your ass is about to be canceled You'll just be the next one. Whenever the church says, and you don't line up exactly, you'll be the next motherfucker canceled. (laughs) Don't you see that? If you ever have one question that's not the right question, or one belief that is not the right belief, and I'm putting belief, or putting right in air quotes, you'll be the next canceled. And and, and, And the machine will go on and on and on. 
the machine of whatever the fuck Christianity is in America these days. Or evangelicalism. It's so dumb. And I know Christians are up in arms right now too about the Pope, who was already deceived by by the devil. But he's come out for accepting uh, same-sex civil unions. Is that how it was put? Same-gender civil unions. So he's, he's not as anti-homophobic or uh, pro-homophobic or anti-gay as, uh, as many in the church would like him to be. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's going to get canceled too, I'm guessing. This whole thing is so absurd, y'all. And when you see it, you see it. But for some people, I don't know what it would take for them to see it. Maybe it would take it happening to them. For, for a lot of people, I think that's what it would take, is something like this happening to them. Or like someone having a gay kid that they support and love in the church, not liking that. Or... I don't know, going through a tragedy or something. I don't know what it would take for people to see how the church, by and large, is so off from what it was supposed to be. Like, Could you imagine the early church? And I'm not one of those, these people who paints the early church in this really romantic, romanticized way. That they all just got along and it was kumbaya forever um, until it wasn't. But I think they at least had the right intentions. Could you imagine how absurd it would have been if they were canceling each other on who supported which Caesar? (laughs) Like that's the dumbest shit I think I may have ever heard. And now we're canceling people because they they can't bring themselves to support not even a I don't even know I mean come on is Trump really a Christian I don't know what's in anyone's heart but it seems pretty obvious that he doesn't give a shit about like the faith itself other than the voter base he certainly doesn't act like most Christians. So the fact that a Christian doesn't support him, that should not be a big deal, right? Like it should just be like, oh, you don't support this president. Big whoop. What does that have to do with someone's faith? What, what does that have to do with how, how someone relates to God? Now, John Piper's theology, I think, is horseshit. Like I, I don't see eye to eye, eye to eye with him on anything of any any like major doctrine, atonement, the Bible, maybe some things, but definitely two out of a (laughs) hundred. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever want to dismiss someone and their relationship to God because of who they support running for president. Even if you support Trump, Like, I wouldn't question your loyalty to God. I would question what your God looks like. I would question a lot of things. But I I wouldn't 
question someone's like personal personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I wouldn't question that stuff. I certainly wouldn't comment <laughs> on someone's article. I mean, it was a scathing review if you haven't read it. It's at desiringgod.org, I believe. Um, you can just probably Google John Piper at this point and go to the news section and you'll find shit. But uh, it's just so it's just so funny. It's just so silly. Silly little bitches. You silly little bitches. So I, I and it's and it's doubly ironic that it was kind of John Piper that kicked off this whole canceling thing. Because he was way in the wrong too, don't get me wrong. Just because someone asks a bunch of questions in a book, farewell. I mean, Rob Bell's integrity as a man, as a human being, doesn't matter. The way he treats his wife, his kids, his friends, his co-workers. Well, he doesn't have a job anymore, but, <laughs> you know, people he talks to, people on the street, whether he helps his neighbors or not, whether he helps the poor or not. Like, farewell because you might not believe in hell anymore. Get the fuck out of here. It's almost like this is a little bit of a taste of your own medicine, Piper. Maybe that should get you to think. Like, like you canceled Rob Bell for a lot less than people are going to cancel you for. Like, he wrote a book that asked a bunch of questions. Like, you, you came out and condemned evangelicals' uh, idol, Donald Trump, the orange idol. I'm not saying you should be canceled for that, but it's kind of a taste of your own medicine. Like, live by the cancel, die by the cancel. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, that's just the way it goes. Took It took like 15 years, but maybe you'll see the light and see how absurd this whole thing is. I don't know. I don't know. It's funny that, that a bunch of Christians, especially conservative Christians, bemoan cancel culture. But the faith is so canceling. I mean, if 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 hell isn't cancel culture to the nth degree, I don't know. I don't know what else is. Hell is the ultimate cancel. And most of y'all believe in it. Probably not most of y'all listening to this. But most of Christianity believes in the ultimate cancel eternal torment piper is right there eternal torment you're getting canceled simply because god didn't elect you like that's the ultimate cancel but then they bitch moan and complain about cancel culture well i tell you what if gerard's taught me anything it's that the people we tend to not like the most are the ones who look just like us. When we look in the mirror, we see a reflection that we probably don't like. When we look at people that we don't like, we probably see ourselves. So it isn't lost on me that Christians tend to hate cancel culture but then engage in the same shit on the daily 
anytime someone doesn't line up with their purity codes, their codes of purity. The progressive left have, has codes of purity, and the fundamentalist right has codes of purity, and they're different, but like the energy brought to the situation is the same energy. It's if you don't line up with XYZ or ABC, you either get you get it right or you're done. You're out of the church, you're out of the community. If it's on the left, like you're not getting booked. If you're a comedian or something, like you're off of, like get this person, you're getting doxxed off of Twitter. Doesn't matter if you said it 10 minutes ago or 10 years ago, you're done. And on both sides, it seems like grace is not is not a thing. Any sort of grace. The passing grade is 100%. It's not 70. It's not 80. It's 100. It's not even 90 or 95. Like an A- minus ain't going to cut it. <laughs> A- minus is an F. It's all or nothing. It's dualistic. It's binary. Zeros and ones. How else you want me to put it? I got a <laughs> thousand different examples I could give. And, and both sides bitch, moan, and complain about the other. This is really fascinating. It really is fascinating. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of words for it. Interesting, fascinating, perplexing, confounding. But I get it. I totally get it. Like the things about my dad that I don't like are the things I do, <laughs> you know? And it's just the way it is. Like we see that we see that thing that we don't like in other people. We see it in ourselves and it pisses us off. But we keep we keep going back to that well. So that's a part of like being contemplative and self reflective. That we uh we can have a little bit of empathy for people. It doesn't mean we tolerate shit, you know, it doesn't mean we tolerate abuse. But we can see the things. We can't be so quick to condemn other people and judge other people because oftentimes we're probably doing the same shit. Like, yeah, it's annoying that the left cancels people, but y'all do it too. And it's like, yeah, it's annoying that people are super religious. But even if you're really secular, you're probably really religious. You probably got rituals. You probably got retributive justice running through your veins just like the rest of us. You probably gossip, which is a big part of religion. <laughs> Just go to any prayer meeting. So we're all doing shit. Doesn't matter what camp we're in. We're all doing shit. So do not judge lest ye be judged. Biatch. To quote Snoop. So the takeaway is, is that. The takeaway is that. And whether you're Christian, Buddhist, Muslim, Sikh, anything, like we all should be able to get that. We all should get that. We all should understand that. So thanks for listening. I uh, what do, do I have any announcements? Any announcements? The Bonfire Sessions is out right now. So go pick it up. The Bonfire Sessions, autumn, 99 cents. Pick up spring and summer if you haven't yet. The reviews are in. 
averaging five stars. The reviews are fantastic. Uh, we hit number one, new release. We hit as high as four uh, on its category. I think I said that last time. So super pumped about that. We got a new episode of Heretic Happy Hour coming out this week. Is it this week? Yeah, this week. The, the, the last week of October. So, so make sure you go listen to that. And be on the lookout for... Um, I'm going to be on God is Grace soon. That is pretty pretty popular uh, YouTube channel. Over 106,000 subscribers. So I will be sharing that far and wide and hyping that as much as possible. Because that's kind of a big deal. So super pumped about that. Again, thank you everyone who supports me on Patreon. Uh, if you want to help out, patreon.com slash mjdistefano, $1 a month goes a long way. Thank you so much. Peace and love. Play me out.